There's a cat outside, a little, a little cat. We're out in the country. He's going to your hut. He is going to my <laughs> Maybe hut. Maybe that's where, who was up in the attic for you last night. Um, she was saying, I want my kids to forgive me. And it did, like, and I always say, when something cool comes out of my mouth, it's not coming from me, it's coming from something greater. Because in that moment, all of a sudden I thought, no, wait a second, it's not about you. Maybe you should want your kids to be healed. That's mm-hmm. what you should pray for. That's she good. Was, we were talking about prayer, and she was saying, I just, I, I pray that my kids will forgive me. And I said, I think that you should pray for them to be healed. We need to put them first, put mm-hmm. others first. And, uh, and today she has a, a beautiful relationship with her children, children that she thought she was losing. Mm-hmm. And for a while, that's exactly what it looked like. There was mm-hmm. a lot of resentment, a lot of anger, a lot of hurt, a lot of bitterness. But through the work of this program and the 12 steps, she healed those relationships. Yeah. And that's a miracle because I saw, I saw that family and they were broken. And she's done a really good job with the amends process Mm -hmm. because she's lived it. Yeah. I mean, we'll get a little bit more into living amends, but, um, when it talks about making a direct amend, Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Um, for me, one of the, it's funny, I, I thought of that word too. I thought that's interesting that they don't just say made amends. They say direct amends. Um, and sometimes you can't make a direct amends. Maybe the person is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, you can still do it. You can pray, right? You can write a letter. You can visit a grave. Mm-hmm. You can have a stand-in that can be really uh, powerful. Oh, I've never done that. Yes. Okay. Have someone that you trust, therapist, friend, whatever, sit down and make an amend to them. As um, if they are that person. Yeah. Even, right. I'm telling you, and it sounds crazy, but it works, even a pillow in a chair or a picture of that person can be very freeing and healing mm-hmm. to make that amend. And I do, I do believe that if, if we are connected and it's heartfelt, that people feel Absolutely. shifts. They feel a change. Um, they feel something different. I made an amends. We talked about it on one of our podcasts like 20 years later mm-hmm. to an ex. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I feel that it was helpful for that person. I feel that it, it was is. helpful to her Forgiveness to hear those words. can be a key and a handcuff to someone spiritually or emotionally. To sit across from someone and watch what happens when you make a sincere amend can melt away years of heartache and deception and betrayal and hurt and misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And being a, the recipient of an amend is a really beautiful thing as well. Uh, the, this step repaired my relationship with my sister Mm-hmm. I called her up because it was time to do this step. And I just said, I'm sorry for that you had to live in my shadow. I'm sorry I treated you more like a mother than a sister. I'm sorry that I've judged you, that I was hard on you. Um, it was very easy for me. I didn't think it would be. Mm-hmm. And she was shocked. It took her a couple of days to like really take in what had happened. But because of that, I mended the the destruction of, and it wasn't even like, and you have to remember, I, my family didn't know I was drinking. Mm -hmm. They had no idea. This is not just, oh, all of the things that happened while I was drinking. This is- sorry I broke the furniture. (laughs) Yeah, you can, this is the part of the process where you can make amends for everything that you've ever done wrong in your life for a person. Mm -hmm. This program of recovery isn't just for our alcoholic self to be kept away in a closet for a specific purpose. We have to gear our whole lives to this. Right. 
So I was able to make amends for stuff I did when I was 12 and 15 and 20 and 25 and whatever. This was what it took for me to look at what kind of sister I was Mm. to my little sister my whole life. And because of that, she learned to trust me. I was the birthroom photographer and videographer when my niece was born. And it just literally all I did was make an an apology and an amend. And Mm -hmm. each one looks different. Like some people you have to make restitution to Mm -hmm. or you have to, I stole. Payback money. Money, you know, many years before. But then I volunteered at a women's shelter. Like you can work it out with your sponsor. Mm -hmm. But it's a powerful step. And there is a way to making an amend. Yeah. And sometimes too, it's not, um, you don't have to do like a shopping list. Like, I'm sorry when I did this and I'm sorry that when I was 12, I did this. And right. when I was 15, it's about identifying again, what were the character defects at yes. play in this specific relationship? How did I act out? How did I misbehave? And, um, like you, you said, often I get this from my sponsor. He's like, how can you be the best daughter you can be. And that's the living amend. There's the words mm-hmm. and then there's the living amend. It's about change. Yes, active. and action. Yes, mm-hmm. active living change. So uh, my mother and I have always had a very tumultuous relationship. Um, we can, uh, I guess, trigger each other. I can see, you know, some of the things, a lot of the things that I don't like in her, I can see when they're active in me and I don't want to be that way. Um, so it's about how can I be a better daughter? How can I be the best daughter I can be? Mm-hmm. And letting go of, you know, my mom's never going to be the mother that I wanted her to be. Yes. I'm very familiar with yeah. that. Accepting her for who she is. She and is how a she loves human being. And she loves me to the best of her ability and accepting that and yeah. forgiving her for past mistakes. And then, and also owning my own part that I was a lot like her. So of course I wasn't the easiest person to get along with. And <laughs> that's uh, an ouchie when we're like, Oh yeah. fuck, Ooh, that's my mother yes. and me. Oh, quickest way to draw attention to my behavior is for someone to say, okay, Mary Lou, <gasps> that's happened to me. Okay. Rosa. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> how dare you? It's a good reminder. Yeah. All right. So the, a way to do it, we were going to talk about the Mm -hmm. process. Yeah. I think there is a little bit of a disclaimer. First of all, as it says in our big book, as God's people, we stand on our feet. We do not crawl before anyone. Mm -hmm. That means this step is not an opportunity for us to be debased, for us to grovel, humiliated, to be humiliated, shamed, shamed. That's not what this step is about. Mm -hmm. And if that starts to happen, you are welcome to walk away and Mm -hmm. say, I understand. I, okay, this is what the situation Mm -hmm. is. And I have to leave right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm uncomfortable or I'm going to have to go, you know, lie. Mm -hmm. I am, I am not opposed to lying in order to protect ourselves in situations where we think abuse might being happen, might start to take place or is happening. Mm -hmm. I have to leave. I forgot about something. You know what? I got to get going. I'll talk to you later. So that being said, when we get into an amend, there, I believe that there are four steps. The first one being, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. The second one being, did I miss anything? Mm-hmm. Which is difficult. Very important. The third one, and this is why I gave the disclaimer. Wait, can we stop? Yes. Go back to the second. Did I miss anything? You have to be prepared that people are going to say, yeah, you missed something, you fucking whore. <laughs> Did you forget you slept with my husband? (laughs) (laughs) You homewrecker. They're going to bring, you know, they might bring something out that you did actually forget about or that you didn't know impacted them in the way that it did. 
And that's their chance to tell you that. Mm -hmm. So you might hear some hard stuff. So be prepared for that to not get your back up. This is why you have to be prepared going into this step. Mm -hmm. You can't just be like, oh, Lisa's on my list and then go hang out with Lisa. You have to talk about your sponsor with, here's the person, this is why they're on my list. Mm -hmm. This is what I have to make amends for and just brace yourself. It might turn out great, it might not. Yep. Okay, number three. What can I do to make it right? Or is there anything I can do to make this right? And again, this isn't like, yeah, you're going to lick my boots and clean my house for three days and I'm going to, whatever, pull your hair out. I have no idea. Um, And no one that I have ever heard of in the history of amends has ever had to deal with these worst case scenarios. Mm -hmm. But it's just something to be aware of, especially as me with with someone with anxiety. I would like obsess over these things. Right. It's not a time to obsess. You'll be okay. Yeah. And then the last step is do better. Do what you say you're going to do. Be an example of what a living amend is. Be kinder. Be more understanding. Don't steal again. Don't Mm. cheat again. Don't abuse again. Mm -hmm. Don't flirt with other people's husbands. Don't flirt with other people's husbands. This was an amend, a living amend for me because I had affairs in my marriage Mm -hmm. with other women's husbands. (gasps) And so my living amend... And that's a whole other podcast, but my living amend to my sisterhood and to Mm -hmm. women is that I will never flirt again with another woman's husband Mm -hmm. or boyfriend. Um, What was I about to say? Oh, it's for me, it's even gone as far as like fantasizing. I won't Mm. even go there because it feels like I'm overstepping a boundary. And that's not a judgment call on other people. I have a very close friend that's like, everyone fantasizes mm-hmm. for me. I cannot do it Cause for you don't a variety something. of reasons. Yeah. But the primary one being I'm, I'm in a living in a men not to be that chick. Mm-hmm. I want to be a girl's girl. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, act, oh, fuck. I forgot. Okay. I remembered what it was. Um, I must have hurt you a lot for you to say such hurtful things to me. Wow. So that was something that uh, came up when somebody I know was trying to do an amends. And it was like whenever um, in this actual living situation, this would come up. And I said, well, you know, think of all the harm that you did to this person. Mm-hmm. They're, obviously, they're obviously resentful mm-hmm. and bitter. And they don't have the program that you have. So you get to use your program. But it, it's okay to say that's hurtful too because now they're attacking you. That's a really good way to frame it. I like that sentence. Yeah. Say it again. um, So uh, when trying to make an amends, um, this person was faced with the anger and the bitterness. The partner has not healed yet. And they were saying very mean things. And then this would hurt this person. And so she asked how to deal with it. And again, like, I don't think this came from me. I think this came from a power greater. The thought was, and I gave it to her, why don't you try saying, I must have really hurt you a lot in order for you to say such hurtful things to me. Okay. It's a good way to reframe it. I'm so sorry Mm -hmm. for the harm I've caused you. Mm -hmm. So she's acknowledging her part, Mm -hmm. but she's also pointing out that now you're just being mean. (laughs) And in a way that isn't launching a counter attack. Mm -mm. That's not like, wow, I must have really hurt for you for you to say that to me. Yeah, you fucking bastard. No, you can't. You cannot (laughs) do that. No. It was said in a very gentle, loving, but acknowledging way. And also establishing a boundary saying, just because I did these things and I'm now trying to be a better person and I'm trying to make restitution does not give you open license to make my life a living hell. 
yeah. to continue to punish Fair. me for eternity. Yeah. You know, and I, we do, um, I talk a lot about choices. We have choices. We can stay in this relationship or we can not stay in this relationship. Yeah. Um, but if we stay, then we also have to learn about boundaries. We have to learn about doing the right thing, but we also have to learn about not allowing other people to, to punish us for the rest of our lives because of yeah. past transgressions. Or punish other people by making them listen to you bash your partner. Like that, I, that is one thing I cannot tolerate. Mm-hmm. If your husband or wife is that fucking bad, why are leave. you there? Don't keep telling me how horrible they are because A, you pick them and B, you're yeah. probably not a treat either. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good or a terrible sponsor, depending on if you're my sponsee that way. Cause mm-hmm. I will say that like, I'm not your partner's sponsor. I'm your sponsor. So what's your choice? What are you going to do about it? Yeah. If they're that bad, then why don't you leave? That's yeah. your choice. And if they're, if they're not that bad, then work on it, work on figure it, it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the choices. People are allowed to say, go fuck yourself when you make an amend. Mm-hmm. And at that point you say, thank you for your time. I understand. And you walk away. They may or may not come back around to it, but we cannot go in with an expectation that this person's going to think that we have, are the greatest person that they've ever met in their lives. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is allowed their experience and their, of what's going on and their emotional reaction par it turning into something abusive, which we've already discussed. Yep. And not asking for an apology. Please forgive me. We don't do that. No. Not in this, not in this way. I might say that in, in my life to someone else, if I've messed up, I'll say, please forgive me. Mm -hmm. But in terms of an amend, this is not about, because then you're making it about what you need. Yeah. And that's not what an amend is. Yeah. I remember when uh, I had someone in my family <clears throat> apologize to me for a transgression and then they said, you know, do you forgive me? They, that's really what... Whoa, the right whole, there. That's what it was all about. Asking, they wanted that forgiveness. Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I did grant that. Mm-hmm. So. so what about um, accept when to do so would injure them or others? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, so an example of that would be, let's say, um, you had an affair. Um, I did, I did have an affair, um, with someone who was married and had a child. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, my partner at the time wanted a list of all the people who I had cheated on her with. And I was like, I can't do that. I, I am, I am owning up to my part. I am telling you, this is what I did. And I'm really sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, and that I'm not that person anymore, and I won't do that anymore. We're we're not together any, today. It didn't um, it didn't work out that way, but um, it was important that I owned up to my behavior. But in that moment, I could not take someone else down with me. It was not mine to tell. Mm-hmm. So the other person, one of the other people that I had an affair with, who was married uh, and had a child, it's not my responsibility to take them down with me to make myself feel better or to wipe my, you know, slate clean. Um, so I had to be very careful about that because there were other lives involved. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that's kind of an example. So when to do so would injure others. If I had said a name, then that would have injured them. Yeah. In my case, it was having affairs that my husband didn't know about. And what do I do with that? Mm. And my sponsor and I decided, and in conversation with her sponsor as well, so my grand sponsor, Mm -hmm. that it would not be appropriate in this situation to sit in front of this man and say, guess what? Yeah. So That would be more harmful. Yes. 
So yeah. my amend is a living amend and continues to be a living amend, even though we're not, not married anymore. Yeah. And the amend was, I will be the best wife that I can be. Um, I will be the ex best ex-wife I can be. And what mm-hmm. does that look like? I don't bash. I help behind the scenes when it doesn't serve me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep in contact with his daughter, which I guess n- doesn't really have anything to do with him, but as a parent that is in, in service to a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I made that right. So there, if you want to make it right, you can make it right. It doesn't have to be one prescribed way of doing things. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the last thing I wanted to say is about forgiveness because this step is about forgiveness. First of all, we don't need to receive forgiveness from someone to forgive ourselves. We also don't have to receive an amend or an apology to forgive someone. My parents will never, ever probably apologize for a lot of the stuff I've been through, but it doesn't mean I don't forgive them Mm -hmm. because forgiveness also isn't just about... um, it's not saying that what happened is okay. It's saying that it couldn't have been any different and I accept it for what it is and I move forward. You don't get to hold forgiveness hostages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll only forgive you if you forgive me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. All right. And remembering that that is not the end goal. That is not the purpose of step nine is for you to get forgiven. No. I think that's a nice happy byproduct most of the time. Uh, and surprising, you know, and, and sometimes it's the people who you think will never be able to accept your amends that do. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've had people say, let me get back to you. When I say, is there anything else I can do to make this right? Let me think about that. Can I think about that? Sure. And then they've never said anything ever again. Yeah. (laughs) Never gotten back to me about that. Yeah. So it's about the act. And this is a very humbling act. Oh my God. yeah. Yeah. It's like, let's put on our big girl and our big boy panties. Very vulnerable. Pull You're them making up. yourself very vulnerable. Uh, and that's okay. Because you also are protected. Even if it doesn't go well, you're going to go back to your sponsor and you're going to debrief. And you're going to mm-hmm. talk to someone who loves you unconditionally and cares for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, another one suggestion I would uh, also make is direct amends. Um, an email. I wouldn't put it in an email. Um Unless it's for your safety, you they live in a different country. Sure, yeah. yeah. Even voice is better than text. Yeah. But, you know, it's yeah. also, again, something you'll work out with your sponsor. But I agree with the direct. There's something about eyeball to eyeball yep. that's very important. Yeah. And then just um, legally, too, like putting things down on paper sometimes <laughs> might not be the best and safest option for you. <laughs> But a direct uh, verbal amends might be easier. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, yeah, you know. Be wary of the person that asks you to put it in writing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we wish you the best. We hope that if this is the step that you're on, you, you um, consult with your sponsor and uh, get through it safely. And we do wish you the best. And if you have any questions, comments, email us at the number two sober chicks at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram at two sober chicks. That is correct. On to step 10. Thank you for listening and for hanging with us. We love doing this program with you. We are two sober chicks. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh.